Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. August 11th, 2016, and welcome to episode number 59 of the second installment of the WWS Radio Network, the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. I'm, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. <clears throat> and tonight, ladies and gentlemen, of course, will be a very action-packed evening as we will have a lot in store here for you. First off, our wrestling news and views segment, courtesy of our own premier WWS News tag team. Of course, I'm referring to the one and the only team in the whole entire world king ice of course as the key part of course is our very own the main man himself the man himself <clears throat> king and wo gts gerard t smith 
2014 WWS Hall of Famer, the mainstay of the radio network, and the COO of WWS, by the way. <clears throat> and, of course, his partner is the Iceman himself, J.D. Derek DiGirolamo, of course, 2015 Hall of Famer, <clears throat> and also, of course, part of Raw Radio and all of our other shows here on the radio network. And on the chat box here tonight, we'll provide the wrestling history and birthdays will be the human suitcase machine, John Gross, also part of Raw Radio, and a 2016 Hall of Famer. <clears throat> First 2016 Hall of Famer, I should say. Gentlemen, welcome to number 59 of the one and the only Wolfpack. It's the weekend, and you know where you're at. Absolutely. And and ladies and gentlemen, like I said, news and views tonight, courtesy of King Ice, plus history and birthdays, courtesy of our human superstar machine, John Gross. And then we have a couple of uh, big-time surprises here for you. We'll bring them to you momentarily. But first off, Got to ask the main man himself, how can we get some more folks to come on here and listen to us rock and roll? Gerard, how can we make that happen? Well, you can say a brother a lot. I, I probably won't help. Uh, 1-724-444-7444. Punch that ID number in. one three eight five two one. Press pound, press one. You can talk to any of us. Right now, brother. That's right. Oh, ooh, yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry, wrong guy. <laughs> Close enough, though, right? Close enough. <clears throat> but anyway, let's just dive right on into it here, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, our big wrestling news and view segment. I'm sure we have a lot on the table here tonight. And King Ice is ready to rock and roll and bring it to you. And so here's the first man to make it happen, the one and only King NWO himself, GTS, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, but man, let's see what we got going on in the wrestling world today. All right, let's get started. Randy Orton RKO out of nowhere that's scheduled for release this November. MLD will be really happy. (laughs) Available on Amazon at this link, and this link also now confirmed feature new material from Orton himself, according to WrestlingDVDNetwork.com. It's likely new interviews will be included between matches, meaning the full content listing will be updated. Below is the first official firming Orton's involvement. One of the most accomplished, most gifted athletes in the ring, Randy Orton is one of the greatest superstars in WWE history. Now I'll get a chance to hear from the Viper as discuss some of his greatest matches against some of his fierce rivals with main event encounters against John Cena, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and more.
Rob Van Dam is currently asking fans to help tribute to help pay for surgery for his former tag team partner and long lost long best friend Sabu. Rob said that Sabu is in need of a hip replacement as soon as possible. Sabu was against any kind of crowdsourcing, but Van Dam and some other close friends created one anyways at the link. As of writing, 53 people have raised $1,498 of 50000 goal in just one day. I mean, he says the surgery is the last resort for the ECW original, but really needs it. Besides his hip, Taboo has been dealing with soldier back issues, is said to be walking with visible limp. Tabu has continued to work indie events and is hoping to return to the ring once he recovers from his surgery. Are you serious? Wow. The GoFundMe page says that the donations will be used for pre-op, the surgery itself, post-op, physical therapy was also noted that thousands of dollars have already been spent on getting consultations, x-rays, injections, and other medical attention to help with his hip without surgery. Sabu has been dealing with this for several years now. Well, yeah, you think? Have you ever seen a Sabu match? What? Damien Sandow signed with TNA? Yep, he was supposed to make his debut tonight. News to me. Damien Sandiel is making his debut tonight, as JD just said. TNA just seemed like the perfect spot for me. They're growing a company with proven track record. I really I believe they finger on the pulse of what audience wants and they gear their product towards that. I'm really not planning on signing with anybody this soon. I was serious about that, but the way the conversation went, several TNA officials and the strong feeling of the family atmosphere really made me want to join them. Huh. Wonder what kind of gimmick he'll do. Yeah. Hope it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and I tagged JD in. All right, as you said, uh, Damien Sandow is making his de- debut in TNA tonight. Also, a report from 411 Mania and Larry Zonka. While doing media in Shanghai this past earlier today, the big show noted age 44 his career is coming to a close. He said that he has earned a limited schedule with WWE and that he is looking forward to spending more time with his family. He again confirmed that he is facing Shaq at WrestleMania. And as a result, however, uh, this will be... He says he feels better at 44 than he did at 34 and wants to be in the best shape he can for his upcoming final match, maybe, with uh, Shaq at WrestleMania coming up this next year in Orlando. Also, Wade Barrett is in the news, believe it or not. I just found out why here in a second. Apparently, he made some comments here. If I can just find out. Here we go. Uh, Oh, yeah. He says that his King of the Ring was thrown together and Matt Hardy is in the news, but it's a Mr. McMahon would be terrified of my broken universe, believe it or not. 
and we'll tell you why that is in just a second. First, we'll go to the Wade Barrett story first, however. Wade Barrett, of course, courtesy of Jeremy Thomas, however, has said this, however, reported, however. Uh, Stu Wade Barrett spoke with Russell's own daily for a new interview. Uh, audio and highlights are below. On if King of the Ring still has a place in the current company, Barrett was quoted of saying, the title of King of the Ring can be prestigious, but if it's followed up by non-existent writing, then it's pointless, however. Which I think was the issue in regards to me. The tournament itself is fine. There were some good matches, and we got a bit of hype behind it, and it was followed up with three months of two grown men fighting over a toilet plunger, which you know you follow something up, up with writing like that, and it's not going to lead to anything good. The title of King of the Ring is fine on its own, but you have to follow it up with good writing. On his own win, however, Barrett was saying, it was thrown together very last minute. I think we did the quarterfinals the week before, and then we came back the next week and did the actual semifinals and the finals on a one-hour special on the WWE Network. Probably about 40 minutes before the show went live, we didn't even know who was winning the tournament. We knew that it was going to be me and Neville in the finals. In all honesty, a complete lack of thought had gone into it. I was given Booker T's old outfit from 10 years earlier. Obviously, it didn't look great. There was no follow-up to it with a storyline or anything like that. It was a made an attempt to push me or get me over. I think there really wasn't any effort put in from the word go, says Barrett. And we'll tell you about the Matt Hardy thing here in just a second, as I just saw it, apparently. Um, da, 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 da. Pull that up here. So bear with me here in just a second here, guys. Uh, uh, also, apparently, Ryback is in talks with New Japan Pro Wrestling, believe it or not, we understand. Wow. Yes, apparently the big guy is... Uh, this is from Larry Zonka, according to reports here. So let me pull this up on Ryback, and then we'll get back to Matt Hardy's story here in just a minute. Uh, he, uh, here we go. Both sides are said to be interested. It's now down to uh, the sides agreeing on dates and money, believe it or not. Uh, referring to Ryback. Uh, it says, according to the Observer Newsletter... He is planning to work a full-time schedule now that he's been released by WWE. He is charging $4,500 for independent appearances, but is offering a lowered fee if a promotion books him for multiple dates. He's charging five grand for promoters with a less-than-good reputation, believe it or not. Referring to Ryback. And uh, I believe there was also a report about Vince McMahon missing the TV tapings this week, too, and I think Bakersfield and Anaheim will get that story here. Uh, Justified here in just a minute. Uh, where was it? I just saw it a second ago. Uh, okay. Hold on a second. I just saw it. Uh, here we go. Okay. This is a story about Mr. McMahon, however, now. According to Matt Hardy. And we want to thank again Jeremy Thomas for giving the scoop on this story. As there's a picture of Matt Hardy looking like he thinks he's John Jim Morrison from the doors. There. Okay. He appeared on the talk as Jericho and character for a new interview. Some highlights are below. On the potential for more matches in the vein of final deletion, Matt was quoted of saying, I want to take my broken universe in that direction more for sure. You cannot have every match. Obviously in that setting and that circumstances, that is not wise. It is just time to change wrestling from, especially when I talk about the impact wrestling, the TNA universe, when I address it, it has to change. It's been stale. It's not had an identity. It's been directionless. But I have given it an identity. And this Dixie card and this John Gruberg, those people who are supposedly created behind it, if they don't watch their step very wisely, I'll delete their asses next. On what TNA must do to succeed, Matt was quoted of saying, they have to find some sort of identity. They've had an identity issue. I think for a long, long time, because now pro wrestling has been engulfed under Vince's show, and Vince is above 
beyond everything else. Anything that seems so similar to Vince's show is going to end up coming off like a second-rate copy. And I think that's very important and very vital for Impact Wrestling to find their way, find their own identity. And my broken universe is something different that has never been seen anywhere else before. I can tell you this. My broken universe, Mr. McMahon, would be terrified of it. He would be afraid to let me go there. He won't let me shoot the fireworks on his show. He wouldn't let me burn up my brother. Nero, but it's time to go to a different place, a different time, and that's what Impact Wrestling must do to succeed. That's the only way TNA can truly grow, is to find its own identity, said Matt Hardy. And uh, I will find that Vince thing in just a second, and one final uh, non-wrestling-related news. Apparently, Cleveland Cavaliers superstar LeBron James has signed a new three-year, $33 million contract with the Cavaliers that will pay him $30 million a year for the next three years. So there you oh, go. Nice. Oh, good. Uh, <clears throat> uh, George and D. King Ice, thank you very much here, ladies and gentlemen. King Ice, of course, is your premier WWS News tag team to bring you all the news that's fit to print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, why, well, they always make it fit. And I think Gerard has a way of making it fit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yes. Duct tape. Always. That <laughs> always does. And, of course, before I get to the history and birthday first, everyone, he was Super Machine, John Gross. Uh, Gerard, I think we have another extra added added track here, and I think it's coming your way, if you know what I mean. Yes, I do know what you mean. <laughs> it says on the spider, Brother. <laughs> Uh, It says TVWBWA Brother Black Widow Bitch with Attitude (laughs) Yes indeed And of course it is the one and only uh, Of course you know the first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer Uh, Of course she is of course One half of the Attitude Duo from Attitude Radio One third of the NWF Madness Kingdom from Wrestling Debate And the host of of course New Women's Revolution, which of course we have not gotten on the air here uh, yet, but we'll set it up here, hopefully get it up here pretty soon. It is one of the only Blackwood of herself, the lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds has joined us. Michelle, welcome to number 59 of Wolfpack. Hello. <laughs> and you're just in time, Michelle, we're ready to read some history and birthdays here, courtesy of John, and we'll go ahead and throw it out there, and, uh, and he stockpiled it tonight here, folks, so we got a lot of interesting stuff to read, so um, let's go ahead and get started here for today, August the 11th. <clears throat> uh, John, this first one that you typed in, um, when when was this exactly? When when was this exactly? If you don't mind me asking, uh, so that way I'll know what the. That way I'll know what date, what year to to say. May I make a prayer request? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. John, the first one that you—I'm uh, sorry, Michelle. John, the first one that you typed before we started the show is one I'm. It was, was, was that right though? That's a year. I want to make sure that I have that right. I'm sorry, Michelle. I'm just going to make sure I have that. <laughs> Okay, we'll make sure. And before I get started, Michelle, you have a prayer request. Please go ahead. Um, our county lost 
a terrific woman, ex-officer, deputy, uh, due to a long, 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 hard-fought battle of cancer. Uh, I found out today we lost her yesterday. Um, Apparently, they found her deceased in the car at CVS, going in to pick up her heart meds. Um, She put in 30 years of service with this community, with the police department, uh, with two different police departments in this county, actually. Um, She was a terrific woman, and her family is having a very hard time with this. Uh, it was it was expected, but you never are ready to expect it. So I just wanted to put them on the list uh, to please pray for them because they are all really having a hard time with this, as well as a lot of us. I ran with her um, when I was paramedic and all that in this county for almost 17 years. I knew her 22 years total, and she was a fabulous, fabulous woman. And um, my heart really truly goes out to the family. Absolutely. We will definitely we will definitely say a, we will definitely keep a prayer of course from everyone here in the radio network here tonight. Uh, we def- we definitely go uh, <clears throat> uh thank you very thank much you. for sharing that with us. Uh anything else I'm sorry. No, I was just saying thank you. Oh, you're you are you are quite welcome, absolutely. So let's just go ahead and dive right on in here to our history here. Uh, on this day, nineteen August eleventh, on this day, nineteen ninety, Buck Zuhoff defeated Johnny Stewart to win the vacated AWA light heavyweight title. Uh, Jake Milliman won a battle royal to give Larry's Legends the victory in the AWA Team Challenge series and one million dollars. Would mind having that much myself. Hmm. On this day, nineteen ninety one, Masahiro Chono defeated. Uh, KT Muda, and of course everyone knows him as a great Muda, in the final match of the win the 1991 G1 Climax Tournament. In an interesting bit of trivia, pillows were sold to make seating more comfortable for patrons at Sumo Hall at the event. Fans were so enthralled by the match, they threw the pillows in the ring when it ended in addition to your usual streamers. <laughs> It's not the first time that they did it. They did it the night earlier when Muda defeated Vader to clinch a berth in the final. <laughs> okay. The Japan Sumo Association with Jones Sumo Hall was not amused. In response, they banned the pillows from all pro wrestling events held in the building going forward. So no longer being comfortable in Sumo Hall, apparently. Okay. On this day, 1997, on Monday Night Raw in Biloxi, Mississippi, Ravishing Rick Rude made his return to the WWF as Shawn Michaels' insurance policy. Rude was actually collecting an insurance policy just before his return from Lloyds of London was last seen in the WWF in October of 1990. He finished his feud with the Ultimate Warrior. Rude was set to feud with the Big Boss Man at the time of his departure. He spent a year in the independent circuit and AJPW before he turned up in WCW as as the Halloween Phantom at Halloween Havoc in October 1991. Rude became a member of the Dangerous Alliance where he would win the WWE United States Championship. He added the WWE International Heavyweight Gold in 1993. Rude retired after he had just 
after he had injured his back in May of 94. His WWF comeback was a short and brief one when he joined DX and became Shawn Michaels' insurance policy. He left the WWF for good in protest of the events of the Montreal job. Hmm. I did not know. That's part I did not know. Hmm. Fourteen years ago today, we put it in 2002, in Tokyo, Japan, uh, Masahiro Chono defeated Yoshiro Takeyama in the final to win the 2002 G1 Climax Tournament. It would be the fourth time Chono has won the tournament, a company record and his first since 1994. He added a fifth in 2005. Twelve years ago today, it's been at 2004, yes. Petey Williams last eliminated Amazing Red to win a 22-man gauntlet for the gold for the TNA X Division title. And here are some, here are some of the other participants, guys. I'm sure I don't remember this or not. AJ Styles, Chris Saban, Chris Vaughn, Collier, D-Ray 3000, Jason Cross, Jarrell Clark, Jerry Lynn, Joey Matthews, Kazarian, Kid Cash, L.A. Parquet, Michael Shane, Mikey Batts, Nigel McGinnis, Nasawa, Psychosis, Shark Boy, and Sanjay Dutt. Some of them I do remember, some of them I don't. Interesting. Uh, eight years ago today, in 2008, from, uh, from close, uh, not too far from the human show, Richmond, Virginia, Legacy uh, defeated... Legacy defeated Batista and John Cena to regain WWE Tag Team titles after Batista and Cena had Oops. taken belts. I don't know if you remember that or not, but... I do. Uh, okay. Five years ago today, put it at 2011, Alan Scott Ladeau died from complications of ALS. He, ALS. he was 62 years old. He was born in Crosby, Ironton, Michigan on January 7, 1949, the fighting Frenchman held a boxing career going 33-13-4 and four in 50 professional fights. Although fought some top boxers at the time, including Ken Norton, Leon Spinks, George Foreman, Larry Holmes, and Frank Bruno. Oh, excuse me. He wrestled an exhibition match against Muhammad Ali and sparred for Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis. Perhaps his most famous of his knockouts was an unofficial one. Following a loss to Johnny Bordreau in 1977, Ladeau shoved ABC broadcaster Howard Cussell and knocked his toupee and headset off. Oh, man. He served as a commentator and referee for the AWA. He worked as a boxing analyst at ESPN. He was elected as Anoka County Commissioner in 2004. In 2006, he was the first executive director of the Minnesota Combative, Combative Sports Commission and was the honorary chair of the American Cancer Society. Three years after his diagnosis with ALS, he died of the illness, but then may have suffered a form of dementia. Oh, crap, I can't pronounce it. Pugilus Ica. Michelle, that's just probably the best way to pronounce it. Or in other words, it was called boxer syndrome. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. At the time of his death, he was survived by his second wife. His first wife died in 1996. He also had two sisters, two children, a stepdaughter, and four grandchildren. Wow. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, 
uh, let's see, Alan Scott LeBeau, the fighting right. Frenchman. He died in on this date in um, uh, 2011 when he died. And today, and we have a great birthday today. And today is this. And I think we, uh, Gerard, I think we played this man's uh, one of his infamous themes here just a little while ago. Uh, is the 63rd birthday of none other than and Gerard. I'm gonna let you do the honors. Who, whose birthday is it today? You're already still there, bud. Okay, he may have stepped away here for. He may have stepped away here for a minute. We did a. We actually opened up uh, Wolfpack with with uh, like I said this thing here tonight. And, of course, it's none other than the one and the only Mr. Terry Jean Bollea, the better known as the oh, Queen. Okay. Indeed. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. He was born Terry Eugene Bollea in Augusta, Georgia in 1953, the son of construction foreman Pietro Peter Bollea and his wife Ruth, a homemaker and dance teacher. He has Italian, French, and Panamanian heritage, when he was one and a half years old, his family moved to Port Tampa, Florida. As a boy, he was a pitcher in Little League Baseball. He attracted scouts from the New York Yankees and the Cincinnati Reds. But an injury ended his baseball career at the age of 16. He began watching professional wrestling while in high school. He revered Dusty Rhodes, and, and he regularly attended cards at the Tampa Sportatorium. It was at one of these wrestling cards where he first, where he first turned his attention for superstar Billy Graham and looked to him for inspiration. Since he first saw Graham on TV, Hogan wanted to match his inhuman look. Hogan was also a musician, spending 10 years playing fretless-based guitar in several Florida-based rock bands. He went on to study at Hillsborough Community College and University of South Florida. After music gigs began to get in the way of his time in college, Hogan decided to drop out of the University of South Florida after music gigs, let's see, begin again, let's see, Hogan decided to begin to drop out of the, like I said, I said that, um, before he received a degree, actually. Eventually, Hogan and two local musicians formed a band called Ruckus. I remember him talking about this. In 1976, the band soon became popular in the Tampa Bay region. During his spare time, Hogan worked out at Hector's Gym in the Tampa Bay area where he started lifting. Many of the wrestlers who were competing in the Florida region visited the, the bars where Ruckus was performing. Attendees included Jack and Gerald Briscoe, two brothers who wrestled together as a tag team in the Florida region. Impressed by Hogan's physical stature, the Briscoe brothers asked Hiro Matsuda, the man who trained wrestlers working for CWF, to make him a potential trainee. In 1976, the two brothers asked Hogan to try wrestling. Hogan agreed. At first, however, Mike Graham, the son of CWF promoter Eddie Graham, refused to put Hogan in the ring. According to Hogan, Henry Graham met in high school with the two not getting along. After Hogan quit records and started telling people in town that he was going to become a wrestler, 
Grant finally agreed to accept the Briscoes' request. In May 1977, after training for more than a year with Matsuda, the Briscoe brothers dropped by Matsuda's gym to see Hogan during the visit. Jack Briscoe handled Hogan, handed Hogan a pair of wrestling boots and informed him that he was set to wrestle his first match the following week. In his professional wrestling debut, Eddie Graham booked him in a match against Brian Blair on August 10, 1977, in CWF a short time later. Balea donned the mask and assumed the persona of the Super Destroyer, a hooded character first played by Don Jardine and subsequently used by wrestlers. Hogan eventually would no longer work for his hero Matsuda and left championship wrestling from Florida after he declined an offer to wrestle for the Kansas City circuit. He took a hiatus from wrestling at the Anchor Club, a private club in Cocoa Beach, Florida, for a man named Whitey Bridges. Eventually, Whitey and Hogan became close friends and sat up in the gym together. The gym was known as Whitey and Terry's Olympic Gym. Soon after, Hogan's friend Ed Leslie, because everyone knows him as Brutus Beefcake, came to the Cocoa Cocoa Beach to help Hogan and Bridges manage the Anchor Club and the Whitey and Terry's Olympic Gym. In the spare time, he and Leslie worked out in the gym together. Beefcake had developed a muscular physique, and Hogan was impressed by Beefcake's physical stature and became convinced that the two of them should wrestle together as tag team partners. Depressed and yearning to return to wrestling, Hogan called superstar Billy Graham in 1978 with hopes that Graham could find him a job wrestling outside of Florida. Graham agreed, and Hogan soon joined Louis Tillett's Alabama territory. Hogan convinced Beefcake to come with him and promised to teach him everything he knew about the sport. Belaya and Leslie wrestled as Terry and Ed Boulder in Alabama, known as the Boulder Brothers. And I remember them talking about this, too. These early matches as a tag team with the surname Boulder began being used by both men, prompted a rumor among wrestling fans unaware of the inner workings of the sport that Hogan and Leslie were brothers. As few people actually knew their real names outside of immediate friends, family, and, of course, the various promoters that two worked for after he had wrestled a show for CWA. Jerry Jarrett approached both Hogan and Leslie and offered, and offered them $800 a week. This was far more than $175 a week they, were, they would be making working for Tillett. They accepted the offer and left Tillett's territory. In his time in Memphis, he was on a local talk show sitting beside Lou Ferrigno, of course, the star of The Incredible Hulk. Watching the show backstage, Mary Jarrett noticed that Hogan was bigger than Ferrigno, oh, man. who was well-known at the time for having large muscles. As a result, Belay began performing as Terry the Hulk Boulder and wrestled also as Sterling Golden. In May 1979, Belaya had a shot at the NWA World Heavyweight title, which at the time was generally recognized as the highest honor of wrestling against Harley Race. But in December, he won his first professional wrestling title, the NWA Southeastern Heavyweight title. Belaya dropped the belt in January 19, of 1980 to Bob Armstrong after he had wrestled in the GCW territory from September through December of 1979 as Sterling Golden. Terry Funk introduced Hogan to the company head Vincent J. McMahon, who was impressed with his charisma and physical stature. McMahon gave Belaya the last name Hogan and wanted him to dye his hair red. Hogan refused to dye it, refusing and saying, I'll be a blonde Irish. <laughs> okay. Hogan began feuds with Bob Backlund and Andre the Giant, which culminated in a match with Andre at Shea Stadium in August of 1980. 
that. And where Hogan body slammed him, Hogan was paired with Classy Freddie Blassie, a wrestler turned manager. That same year, he appeared in New Japan Pro Wrestling, facing a wider variety of opponents, from Tatsumi Fujinami to Abdullah the Butcher. Hogan still his some practice for the, in the WWF, even unsuccessfully challenging Pedro Morales for the Intercontinental title in March of 1981. In June 1983, Hogan won the International Wrestling Grand Prix tournament, although he held the IWGP heavyweight title belt. He beat Antonio Inoki by knockout in the finals of a 10-man tournament. They worked as partners in Japan, winning the uh, MSG League tournament. Hogan returned to New Japan Pro Wrestling in 1984 to wrestle Inoki in the finals, in which he lost a belt by countout from Ricky Churchu. Hogan was WWF champion at the time when he visited New Japan and to the WWF, the WWF ended their relationship with New Japan in October of 1985. After filming his scene for Rocky III against McMahon's wishes, Hogan came to work for the NWA for the AWA owned by Vern Gagne. Hogan started his run as a heel. Taking on luscious Johnny Valiant as his manager, this did not last long as AWA fans fell in love with Hogan's presence and he became the top face of the AWA, battling the Heenan family and Nick Bockwinkle. Hmm. Hogan's turn as a face came at the end of July 1981 when, when Jerry Blackwell beat down Brad Regans and fought off anyone who tried to run in. Hogan ran in, got the upper hand, and ran Blackwell from the ring. Hogan was eventually victorious in his feud with Blackwell at the end of 1981. He gained his first his first title matches against Bockwinkle as word began spreading about Hogan's prolific role in the soon-to-be-released Rocky III. Hogan's star power only grew. After Vince had purchased a company from his father in 1982, he extended the territory into a nationwide promotion and handpicked Hulk Hogan to be the company's showpiece attraction due to his charisma and name recognition. Hogan made his WF return at a TV taping in December 1983, defeating Bill Dixon in January of 1984. He confirmed his face status by sending Bob Backlund from the Wild Samoans. Less than three weeks later, on January 23rd, Hogan won his first WF world title over the Iron Sheik. Hogan was a last-minute replacement for the Sheik's original opponent, Bob Backlund, and became the champion by, the, by way of being the first man to escape the camel clutch. The backstage story was that Backlund had refused to let Hogan win the title from him, demanding that any wrestler to whom he to lost the belt have a legitimate wrestling background. As a consequence, the Sheik won the title to Backlund first and dropped it to Hogan. And ladies and gentlemen, before I finish off, because we have a long history right here, before I finish it off, I have to take a three-minute, I have to take a three, I have to take a three-minute warning here as Rico, uh, Gerard, my man, if you don't mind doing the, doing a quick plug for me, I will be right back. Boop. Hi. Hey, Michelle, did you get a chance to see Sandow's debut tonight? No. I heard it was pretty good, though. 
I'm recording it to watch it. Nice. Hey, Gerard. Okay. Okay, are we back there, guys? Right here. Okay. Gerard, are you back there, bud? Okay. He must have stepped away for a moment, though. Okay, <clears throat> I'm back here. I'm sorry for that delay. I'm back now. Let's go ahead and finish this off here. It was held also in the Rochester Civic Center. Immediately after the title win, Little Monsoon proclaimed Hulkamania is here. Hogan referred to his fans as Hulkamaniacs and his interviews and three demandments. Commandments, training, saying prayers, and eating vitamins, and believing in oneself. Hogan's ring gear developed a yellow and red color scheme. His ring entrances involved in ripping the shirt off his body, flexing, and listening for audience cheers in an exaggerated manner. The majority of Hogan's matches during this time involved in wrestling heels who had been booked as unstoppable moments. Using a format, Hogan would deliver steady offense but lost momentum seemingly nearing defeat after being hit with his opponent's finishing move. He fought back, feeding off the energy of the audience, a process known as hulking up. I'll remember that. Pointing at the opponent accompanied by a loud, shaking his finger to scold him. Three punches, Irish whip, big boot, and the running leg drop were followed and ensured the victory, but with giant wrestlers to sequence, mind ball, a body slam. In the next year, Hogan became the face of professional wrestling as a man pushed WWF into a pop culture enterprise with the rock and wrestling on TV drawing record houses, pay-per-view buy rates, and TV ratings in the process. In the first WrestleMania, Hogan teamed with a legit friend, Mr. T, defeat Roddy Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. In 85 to 86, Hogan overcame every challenger, including retaining the WWF title over King Kong Bundy at WrestleMania II. By 1987, a storyline was introduced. Hogan was presented a trophy for becoming the WWF champion for three long years. Andre the Giant came out to congratulate him. Shortly afterwards, Andre would present a slightly smaller trophy for being undefeated in the WWF for 15 years. Hogan came out to congratulate Andre, who walked out in the midst of Hogan's speech on an edition of Piper's Pit. Hogan, in which Hogan accepted, Hogan body slammed the 520-pound Frenchman and won the match after a, a light drop. After Andre challenged Hogan at WrestleMania three, in which Hogan accepted with Hogan by some of the 520-pound Frenchman and won the match after a leg drop. Okay, there you go. After a leg drop. Hogan stayed the WWF champion for four years, but on February 5, 1988, he lost the belt to Andre after a convulsive scam involving Ted DiBiase and Earl Hebner, who assumed the place of his twin brother, Dave Hebner. Hebner counted the pin while Hogan's left shoulder was clearly off the mat. Andre handed the title to DiBiase to complete their business deal. As a result of the WWF, that championship was vacated for the first time in a 25-year history. Hogan participated in a tournament at, for, at WrestleMania IV. Both Hogan and Andre got a buy-in in into the quarterfinals, but their match resulted in a double DQ later that night in the main event. Hogan came to ringside to help Macho Man Randy Savage defeat DiBiase to win the WWF title. 
Both Hogan and Savage would go on to form the Mega Powers. They feuded with the Mega Bucks, which Hogan and Savage won at SummerSlam. And went on to feud with Slick's Twin Towers, Akeem and the Big Boss Man. He wrestled at house shows. Let's see, where is it? Uh, uh, in singles competition with his war bonnet, a red and yellow gladiator helmet with a fist-shaped crest. The Mega Powers employed with Savage, Savage's Joseph Hogan as paranoid suspicions that Hogan and Elizabeth were more than just friends. At the 89 Royal Rumble, Hogan eliminated Savage from the Royal Rumble while eliminating Bad News Brown. Hogan was eliminated himself by the Twin Towers. The duo broke up in February when Savage accidentally collided with Elizabeth. Hogan took her backstage to receive medical attention, abandoning Savage. When he returned to the ring, Savage slapped Hogan, and then after Savage attacked him backstage. At WrestleMania 5, Hogan won his second WWF title over Randy Savage. His second run as champion lasted a year. He started in the No Holds Bar with Hogan's co-star, Tom Lister Jr., who was known as Zeus. Zeus was jealous over Hogan's villain and wanted revenge. They battled on in 1989, but with Hogan getting victories over Zeus, Hogan won the 1990 Royal Rumble, but dropped the WWF Championship to the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania VI. He began to feud with Earthquake that had broken Hogan's ribs in the, on the Brother Love Show in May of 1990. But Hogan returned at SummerSlam to beat Earthquake by countout and got back to WWF title by winning the 91 Royal Rumble for a second time and beat Sergeant Salter at WrestleMania 7 to win the WWF title for the third time. Hogan did lose the belt at Survivor Series to The Undertaker, but won it back for the fourth time that Tuesday in Texas until it was vacated. Hogan left the WWF in 1992, but made a return in 1993 at WrestleMania, WrestleMania 9. He came up with Brutus Beefcake to take on Money Inc. for the tag team titles. Jimmy Hart was Hogan's manager. Later that night, Hogan won his fifth WWF title by defeating Yokozuna after Yokozuna had defeated Bret Hart. But Hogan had dropped the belt at King of the Ring that year in 93 to Yokozuna. Hogan parted ways with WWF after, after but stayed on the international house show circuit with Yokozuna until August of 93. After that, Hogan sat out the rest of his contract, which expired that year. In June 94, he signed with Ted Turner's WCW as debut match to defeat Rick Flair for the WCW World Title at Bash at the Beach. <clears throat> uh, from July 94 to August 95, he stayed champion until he dropped it to the Giants. And John said, this is going to be Gerard Fitton when he says this. Of course, he's running up this excellent moment. At Bash at the Beach 1996, during a six-man tag match pitting the Outsiders against WCW Loyalists, <clears throat> Hogan interfered on behalf of Hall and Nash attacking Randy Savage, thereby becoming a villainous character for the first time since 1981. After the match, Hogan cut a scathing promo of costing the fans and WCW for his town and drawing power and asking the formation of the New World Order. The new stable gained prominence in the following weeks and months. He grew a beard alongside his famous mustache and dyed it black, traded his red and yellow garb for black and white clothing, renamed himself Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Gerard, I know you remember that, dear partner. Oh, I remember it like it was yesterday. Yes, sir. He won his second WWE World title with the Giant at Hog Wild. He stayed champion for the entire year until he lost the belt to Lex Luger, but regained it back five days later on August 9, 1997, but dropped the belt to Sting at Starcade 97. Hogan became the champion again in April 98 by defeating Randy Savage, but lost the belt to newcomer and WWE United States champion Goldberg. Hogan spent 1998 wrestling celebrity matches, 
Hogan also had a critically panned rematch with the Warrior at Halloween Havoc, where his nephew Horace aided him in his victory. On a Thanksgiving episode of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Hogan announced his retirement from professional wrestling as well as his candidacy for President of the United States. Campaign footage aired on Nitro of Hogan and Bischoff holding a press conference, making it appear legitimate. In the long run, both announcements were false and merely done as a publicity stunt attempting to draw some of the hype to Jesse Ventura's Minnesota gubernatorial win back to him. After he took time off from WCW, Hogan won the WCW title over Kevin Nash in the infamous Poke of Doom in January 99. He lost the belt to Rick Flair uncensored in a cage match. Hogan was severely injured in a Texas Tornado match for the WCW title at Spring Stampede. I remember that match. In July, he returned as a full-fledged face and defeated Randy Savage to win his sixth WCW title, but lost the belt in September to Sting. Hogan returned in his red and yellow attire by the summer of 99. He left WCW in October, but returned in February 2000. But left again in July. Hogan was involved in a shoot with Vince Russo. Hogan was scheduled to take on Jeff Jarrett for the WCW title. Hogan then badmouthed Russo after Russo told Hogan that he was going to have Jarrett lay down for him. After he won the WCW title, Russo cut a promo on Hogan saying that it would be the last time they would ever see him in a WCW stadium. Since Hogan refused the job to Jeff Jarrett, Hogan filed a defamation of character against Russo, which was dismissed in 2002 as Russo and the whole thing was a work, and Hogan claims that Russo made it a shoot. In the months of the demise of WCW in March 2001, Hogan underwent surgery on his knees in order for him to wrestle again. He worked a match in Orlando promotion run by longtime handler Jimmy Hart. Hogan defeated Kurt Henning in this match and felt healthy enough. Let's see, where is it? Uh... Uh, uh, to accept and also return to WWE in February 2002. He returned as the leader of the original NWO with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, with both of them feuding with Steve Austin and The Rock. Hogan and The Rock fought at WrestleMania 18. The crowd cheered for Hogan in this match and also booed for The Rock. The Rock clearly won the contest, but after the match, they shook hands and Hulkamania was reformed again. Hogan returned as the babyface dropping the black and white trunks and resumed wearing a signature red and yellow. At Backlash, he won the WWE title once again over Triple H, but lost about a judgment day to The Undertaker. In July, he won his first WWE tag team title with Edge to defeat Billy and Chuck, but dropped the belts to the Un-Americans. And just to give you guys an update quickly, however, I know you guys have been talking about the Olympics all week. Another medal for Michael Phelps, another one for Ryan Murphy. The swimming continues to dominate once more as they won another couple medals tonight. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, sir. In August, he lost to Brock Lesnar by submission. He was in hiatus until early 2003, where he took on the Rock and No Way Out, who had recently turned heel and defeated Vincent Mann in a street fight at WrestleMania, WrestleMania 19, I believe. After the win, McMahon suspended Hogan, but Hogan had a run as the masked Mr. America, who was posting him in disguise wearing a mask. He used Hogan's real American theme music and all of Hogan's signature gestures, gestures, moves, and phrases. But Hogan was fired on July, but in reality, he quit the WWE due to frustration with the creative team. He returned to New Japan Pro Wrestling in October 2003, and TNA started to make overtures to Hogan, culminating in Jeff Jarrett, co-founder of TNA, and then NWA World Heavyweight Champion launching an on-air attack on Hogan in Japan. 
But due to recurring knee and hip problems in which Hogan was planning to take on Jerry and TNA, Hogan still did not appear. Hogan returned to WWE in 2005 as he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. He returned to the ring at WrestleMania to rescue Eugene against Muhammad Hassan and Davari. He wrestled his first WWE match back when he teamed with Shawn Michaels at Backlash to take on Hassan and Davari with Hogan and Michaels winning that match. In December, Michaels turned on Hogan and asked for a match at SummerSlam, which Hogan accepted. Hogan won the match, and after that, they shook hands. Hogan inducted Gene Oakland into the WWE Hall of Fame in 06. At SummerSlam, he beat Randy Orton in what would turn to be his final WWE match. After his fallout with McMahon, Hogan was lured into Memphis Wrestling. Yeah, John, anything else there, bud? With the proposal of wrestling Jerry Lawler. In April 2007, he took on Paul White with Hogan winning the match. In October 2009, Hogan signed a contract with TNA on a full-time basis. He performed with a group across Australia in a tour called Hulkamania. The main event of each show is a rematch between Hogan and Ric Flair, with Hogan winning all four of the matches. Now, I did not know that. In January 2010, he made his TNA debut and stuck to his business relations with Eric Bischoff. Hogan stayed in face of TNA until, until him and Bischoff turned in October and formed a group called Immortal. And I'm sorry, guys, there's a lot of history here uh, about concerning Hogan's birthday here. That didn't last long. One year later, he reverted back to a face after saving Steve from a beatdown by Immortal. Hogan left TNA in 2013 and made his return to WWE in 2014 to become the guest host of WrestleMania 30. Whoa, excuse me. Sneak up on you, don't get the show. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Until the scan, uh, where he shared the ring with The Rock and Steve Austin, he made rare appearances in the WWE from 2014 through 15. Until the scandalous sex tape forced Hogan to leave WWE again in 2015. Anything else there, John? where Hogan used offensive language. In July, WWE terminated their contract. But the question is, will we see the Hulkster back in WWE? Only time to fail. 
that's all that we have. Thank you, John, very much for providing all that. And King Ice, thank you very much for providing the rest of the news and views for today. Uh, Gerard, my man, if you will, please, sir. The infamous PLUG. Are you still there, bud? Yes, I am still here. If you please, sir. The infamous PLUG. Okay, brother. Here it is. <laughs> Dial NWO. Too sweet for life. And you will get us real quick. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. That ID number is one three eight five two one. Press pound, press one, and you can talk to any of us, brother. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Gerard knows how to bring it to us. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone's anxious to hear our surprise, and, we, and here is our surprise. Um, JD, you and surprise. the machine. <laughs> 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 yeah, and here's the surprise. Because we're all here together tonight, Michelle, we're going to once again do the infamous WWE 2K17 fantasy matchup card that I made up the other week. Woohoo! Just all over again. Yeah, we're going to do it all over again. Just, yeah. And John goes, surprise, Ammeffer. <laughs> oh. Whoa, John's picking up a little Gerard record. Gerard, my man, you, your protege here is, I tell you, he's, uh, steal my shit, John. Side guys is pretty cool, however. Well, you, oh, yes. well, you were doing Hulk Hogan, however. I was just watching an old match uh, of Manny Villalobos versus the Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, our our um, late friend, our late guest. Yes. Okay. Wow. My goodness. Good match, though. It's in WCCW. Okay. Thank you very much there, JD. All right. And the main oh. man himself will get to choose here first as I will, and this is going to be just in, in no particular order here, but here we go. Gerard, you are the first man with this first matchup. Rusev versus Ryback. <laughs> uh, Rusev Crush. <laughs> I love it. Michelle, Rusev versus Ryback. Uh, Ryback. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, J.D., Rusev versus Ryback. It will be Ryback crushing Rusev. What? Oh. What? <laughs> John, Rusev versus Ryback. 
Ryback Spear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roman Reigns. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't say that yet, JD. We don't need to hear that. that John is going with Rusev. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Next up, Gerard, here we go. Aiden English versus AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> this is a no brainer. Yeah. AJ Styles. <clears throat> Michelle? The phenomenal one. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Styles clash. And John also says the same thing. And John says he has one more birthday, too. It's actually non-wrestling related, but it happens to be the 25th TV birthday of the Nickelodeon cartoon Rugrats. Huh. Hmm. Good. <clears throat> Thank you very much, sir, John, for bringing that here to us. All right, Gerard, uh, here's a women's match here. Uh, you can motorboat if you want to. Uh, have that motorboat ready to go. <laughs> Alexa Bliss versus Alicia Fox. Oh, it's a less, a less of, uh, whatever, the bliss chick. The bliss. <laughs> the bliss. He's, going, he's going with the bliss. <laughs> he's going with the bliss. He the immortal bliss. Uh, Fox. Alicia Fox, definitely. J.D. Alicia. John. Oh, son of a bitch. Really? Sorry. What John's was the match? Against the Bliss as well. Oh, he's going with Gerard. He's saying Alexa Bliss. Okay. Huh. All right. Another women's match. Excuse me. Alexa Blaze versus Askua. Gerard. Askua. Yeah. Michelle. I'm sorry. What was it again? I'm I'm mad now. Not not y'all, but go ahead. Oh, okay. Alundra Blaze versus Askua. Askua. JD. The female warrior Askua with the Askua lock. And John's also saying Askua as well. Alundra Blaze is getting no love tonight. That's darn shit. Oh, well, she can go back. She will be in the, the Dangerous Mon- Alliance, though. She can go back and drive in the uh, Monster Trucks, I guess. There you go. <laughs> here we go, um, Gerard, a, a Legends matchup right here. Andre the Giant versus Arn Anderson. Uh, uh, Andre the Giant. Okay, Michelle. Double A. Oh, JD. The Giant, seven feet four, five hundred plus pounds. Okay. And, and you John. can't teach that. You can't teach that exactly. Oh. How you doing? How you doing? That's what AA will be saying afterwards. How you doing? Let's go out for some beers. Uh, John yeah, says there's sure. no way. John says there's no way AA can beat Andre, so he's taking Andre here. Okay. Uh, here we go. Gerard Alberto Del Rio versus Austin Aries. Oh, that's a tough one for GTS. 
She's a fan of both. Mhm, mhm. Richard Gard is pondering that match right now. Uh, what match was it? Alberto Del Rio versus Austin Aries. Austin Aries. Oh, what? <laughs> Michelle. Uh, Austin Aries. JD. Definitely Austin Aries. Definitely. And John. I thought for sure Gerard would say Alberto Del Rio. Mm-hmm. Not and against John's Austin Aries. <laughs> no, no, Austin Aries is making a run to the border. There you go. And John's also saying Austin Aries as well. Okay. Here we go, Gerard. Here's a great one here for you. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Baron Corbin. Bam Bam Bigelow. What? Okay, Michelle. Bam Bam. JD. Sorry, guys. End of days for Bam Bam. I'm taking Corbin. No way. And so is John. What okay. the holy hell? <laughs> this is going to start getting very, very interesting here. I'm, I, that's why I love. I, that's why I love doing this. Okay, another women's match here. Gerard and Ask. Bailey versus Becky Lynch. Who is it? Bailey versus Becky Lynch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch. Okay, Michelle. Lynch. JD. Ah. Uh. Both of my favorites, both of, I know, both I love, but you know what? I always, I gotta say, they'll hug it out at the end, however, but Becky's gonna win this one. God, they'll okay. hug it out at the end. What? <laughs> Brothers don't shake. Brothers got a hug. Oh, fuck that. Sorry. John Bailey versus Becky. <laughs> John's also saying Becky. Okay. All righty, here we go here. Uh, Gerard, Big Boss Man versus Big E. Ooh. If he still has ring postitis. <laughs> Big Boss Man. versus the big ending. Two big, strong bulls, but you know what? At the end of the day, it's going to be Big E Langston. I'm sorry. Big ending. And one, one still has their nuts and the other one don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have said, that ain't fetters. Oh, yep. Good call. Jim Walsh used to say, it's nut cutting time. Oops. <laughs> it's time to do some cracking of the nuts here at ringside. <laughs> They're not cracking right and uh, this hey, kind of somebody should have a, a debut name. Is that the Nutcracker? <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't think about that. Good call. 
That's it. John, big boss man versus Big E. And while he does that, J.D. can back me up on this. Last time on Outside the Ropes, I did a story that was trending on Facebook about Dennis Rodman coming on there saying at one time he actually broke his penis. Yeah, three, oh, three, three, three different times. times. Three times in a row. Three How? times. Yeah, how does that happen? <laughs> he broke yeah. his penis. Yes. Three times. Three times. How the hell can you break That's what penis? I said. There's How no can bone. you do that? How the hell can you do that? Yeah. Well, maybe he didn't pay the hooker. That was... How she took she bit it off the first the time, and then the second time, maybe he just whacked it off. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All three of y'all have penises. Do you feel a bone in it? Uh. I'll also get excited. <laughs> <laughs> now he's been to the, now he's been to the, uh, after hours joint. Hey, hold on a second. Hey, um, there was an animated picture, and I saw this, I was reading the story on Outside the Ropes of an animated Dennis Robin. He was all butt naked. And the only thing they showed right there in place of his penis was an eggplant. Hey, have you seen seen the one of um, Randy Orton, RKO, and Seth Rollins' penis? No. It's hilarious. It's great. And, guys, John went a little bit too graphic on this match. Oh, Lord. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm okay. Uh... Bossman will nail him with a nice stick to the balls. Oh! <laughs> a nice stick to the balls. <laughs> and, and, and John says Big E will not have ring post-itis, he'll have nightstick-itis. Oh, nightstick-itis. <laughs> and, and all three of y'all go, oh, God. <laughs> y'all remember Spaceballs when they kept, when they kept covering themselves down there? Oh, That's what I'm doing. Ball. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm <laughs> of course you do, sir. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, boy. Okay, let's go on to the next match. Okay. Gerard, here we go here, bud. The Big Show from 2002 taking on Billy Gunn. Oh, hell. <laughs> Mr. Ash, Billy Gunn. Oh, okay. Michelle. I am going with Billy Gunn. Uh, you know what, though? Sorry, Michelle. The big show is large and in charge, and he's going to do lay down the one Billy Gunn in this one. I'm sorry. Oh. And John is also going with Billy Gunn. Did he go to your room? <laughs> Michelle, bring the whip. Hey! <laughs> okay. All right. All right, here we go. Um... Michelle might like this one. I don't know, but Gerard will get your opinion here first. Batista versus The Big Show from today. Mm. Batista. Yes, mm. Michelle. Uh, the animal, Dave Batista. Okay, J.D. Batista bomb. And John. No, John, it's not Roman Reigns. John says Batista. <laughs> <laughs> JD, don't start with it. Don't start with that. I'm not at that point yet, man. I come on. <laughs> All right. Oh, I can ask Gerard my question when you're done, real quick. Okay, after I do this next one, I'll let you ask him that question, okay? All right. Blake from Blake and Murphy taking on Bo Dallas. Gerard? Blake. Okay, Michelle. 
Blake. She's not a Bo Lever, apparently. I'm, I'm going to take Blake. No, I don't Bo Lever. And John. <laughs> it's like John I don't Bo-Lee. believe that. <laughs> no one has Bo Lever in a long time. so. No. That's... John says he's not a Bo Lever, also. I think he's going with Blake as well. So, uh, Michelle, you want to ask Gerard a question? Gerard. <clears throat> Gerard, so after last week with Roman, the uh, segment with him and Rusev, and he's kind of like showing his asshole side, and obviously he's turning heel. Does that mean you'll will, will you be a fan of of him if he turns heel? Was there another match? Yeah, it was no, I asked you a question. Oh, what was what was the question? Yeah. I said after after this week's Raw with the segment of Roman and Rusev, and Roman was actually a little bit had a little bit of comedy to him. He was pretty funny, and he's showing his asshole side the right way he should. Obviously, he's going to turn heel. Does that mean that you'll make him a part of Top Heel? Yeah, I'll put him in top heel. If he's a good heel, though, if I like him. He's getting better. Duard will be the ultimate judge. Yes. All right, let's go to the good question, Michelle. Excellent question. Uh, By the way, Michelle, I like your profile picture. Very nice. Uh, Mr. Lesnar? Yes, the Lesnar. I love the Lesnar is the I hot got, pick. I got lots of pictures of him. I'm sure. I believe, I believe that. I believe that. There you go. I believe Okay. Here we go. Here, Gerard, next matchup. Booker T versus Braun Strowman. Ooh. I don't know, but Braun Strowman now and Raw with the cut hair, and he's just a beast. Uh... Oh, man. I'm going Braun Strowman. Okay. Michelle. Booker T. Ooh, J.D. Strowman's too tough. Strowman's too strong. Okay. And then John. Roman Reigns. (laughs) John is saying Braun Strowman as well. Okay. Next up here. The Lord, uh, Bray Wyatt versus Bret Hart. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, uh, um. <laughs> uh, I like that. That was cute. <laughs> Bret Hart. Oh, okay. Oh. I have to say no contest. That would be a hell of a match. Yes, it would. J.D. Bret Hart who? Bray Wyatt. Oh, it's going to be the Hitman. All right, and John. Oh, excuse me. Start on. There you go. Mountain Dew belts right there. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll join you eventually. 
Hey, okay. And John is saying Bray Wyatt. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, ooh, Gerard, this might be an interesting one here for you, but let's, let's see what you say about this. Yeah. Brian Tillman versus the British Bulldog. Brian Pillman. Okay, Michelle. I gotta say Brian Pillman too. JD. Make it three, the loose cannon, definitely. And John. Which, by the way, both these two men should be in the Hall of Fame soon. Absolutely. That's I will let y'all know too. There's a poll on the Revolution Radio Facebook page that I put on earlier today about if you was a wrestler, who would you pick as your manager? And we've had a couple of responses. I to voted. So did yep. I. Bobby actually typed one in. He said me. <laughs> he did see that. Uh, <laughs> okay. John is saying Brian filming too. Okay. But yes. These two men should be in the Hall of Fame. They should already have been in the Hall of Fame, my personal opinion. They should be in there. And the way they're doing with this, this thing on Facebook with the Bulldogs, there's a little brainer. They should go ahead and put him in there next year. And they should, in my personal yep. opinion. Yeah. Uh, anyway, next up here, Gerard. Bubba Ray Dudley versus Butch from the Bushwhackers. <laughs> Bubba Ray Dudley. Okay, Michelle. Dudley. JD? Dudley versus who? From the Bushwhackers. Yeah, Bubba Ray, no doubt. Okay. And John saying Bubba Ray as well. Okay. This one might be a no-brainer. This might be interesting here. Cactus Jack versus Cesaro. <gasps> Gerard, your pick, sir. Um... Cactus Jack. Okay. Oh, okay. Michelle. Oh, I have to go with the King of Swing, my with Superman Cesaro. JD. Cesaro, no doubt. And John is also saying Cesaro. And Gerard, JD actually started also gave you another nickname there, but he also started calling you the King of Swing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here, another women's match. Gerard, here you go. Brie Bella taking on Charlotte. Oh, good job. Um. Brie Bella. Okay. Michelle. Okay, I have a question, actually. Has Charlotte Bounds have had a boob job? Because I don't remember her having big boobs back in the NXT days and stuff like that. Charlotte? Yeah. I don't... It was surprising if she did. I mean, hey, they got the money for I mean, she's got some big boobies. I mean, she's not as big as Nikki, but anyway. Um, I'm going with Brie Bella. <laughs> You're saying, okay. <laughs> hey, Jamar, vote about Brr. Yeah. Vote about the Bella Twins? Yeah, sign me up for that. 
I think it's coming. By the way, did you guys hear the official date when they're starting the show? Is going to be October 5th. Yay. So oh, Total Bell is returning. Yeah. And uh, J.D. Brie Bella versus Charlotte. I am going to say, of course, none other than Brie Bella herself. Okay. And John's also saying Brie. Okay. Next one up here, Gerard, let me ask. Chad Gable versus Chris Jericho from today. Why do J? Oh, hey, Michelle. Why two J? JD. Yeah, Jericho's going to win this one, no doubt. And John. Now Gable's one of American Alpha, right? Yes, him and Chase and Jordan. That's right. He's okay. The Brady Bunch. <laughs> John is also saying Jericho. Okay. <clears throat> Next one up here, and Gerard, here you go. Curtis Axel versus Debo Brown. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, D-Lo Brown. Okay, Michelle. Uh, Curtis Axel. Okay, JD. The Axeman. I still love his theme music. They incorporate some of his dad's music in them. That's why I yeah. like it. And uh, John. Um, John is saying D-Lo. So John agrees with Ger- uh, Gerard. He's going with D-Lo. Okay. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Daniel Bryan versus Darren Young. Gerard. What was the match? Daniel Bryan versus Darren Young. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, George. Don't blame me. <laughs> Let's make this match great again. Not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can now, George. If you don't want to decide on a win, you can always say no contest if you like. That's uh. No contest. Okay. All right, Michelle. Daniel Bryan. JD. Daniel Bryan. And John's also saying that too, Daniel Bryan. Okay. All right, next one up here. <clears throat> Dash Wilder versus Dean Ambrose. Ooh. Gerard, your pick, please. Dash Wilder. Oh, okay. Uh, Michelle. Ambrose. J.D. Dean. The dude. And John? And John? Be for only. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he said Ambrose. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. All right, Gerard, here's the next one. DDP versus Dolph Ziggler. Oh. What was the match? Diamond Dallas Page versus Dolph Ziggler. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. The show off wannabe HBK. I like his little <laughs> attitude though against uh towards Dean Ambrose though. So. 
you're taking, uh, you're taking. I'm going to have to go with the diamond cutter out of Ooh. nowhere. Okay, nice. <clears throat> Michelle? Uh, I don't like this match, but um, I'm going to say no contest. You're going to say no contest, okay. Um, JD? Diamond cutter. Bang. And so is John saying the same thing. <clears throat> okay. Here's a Legends match here, Gerard. Dude Love versus Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Okay, Michelle? Dusty Rhodes. JD? Dusty Rhodes, baby. The American Dwee, if you will. Uh, John? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Seth. <laughs> I sure missed him. Yes, yeah. I was watching that match. I just watched some old WWF footage of him, and uh, I think it was him and uh, it was not him. Superstar it was him and uh, it was uh, him and like Grand Wizard was managing someone. I forget who it was. This was it might have been Kenny Patera or Greg Valentine, the late seventies of WWF. This was like seventy nine, nineteen eighty. We're talking. Whoa. Yeah, he's got a case of the hiccups right there. Yeah, I do. John is saying Dusty Rose, if you will. Okay. Hold, hold your breath and stand on your head. They'll go away. <laughs> I should. Yeah. I think he'll be talking backwards if he does that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Okay. Here we go here, Gerard, in the next match. Devon Dudley versus Eddie Guerrero. Oh, man. Eddie Guerrero. Okay, Michelle. Latino Heat. <clears throat> JD. Eddie, without question. And John. <clears throat> I, I, I love how I love that one of, the, one of his things where it started uh, out like this. Latino Heat. Yes. And John says no question as well. Eddie Guerrero, absolutely. <clears throat> I've been loving the references they've been using for him right there when they're talking about Sasha Banks. That's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it, too. All right, Gerard, next one up here. Earthquake versus Brock Lesnar from today. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Brock Lesnar. Yes. Michelle. <laughs> Rock Edward Lesnar. <laughs> of course. JD. The ring is going to be uh, full of uh, shaking and uh, shattering, but at the end of the day, it's going to be all about an F5 warning for Mr. Earthquake because he's going to let the 470-pound monster over his shoulder and spin him like a cyclone. It's going to be Brock all night long. Oh, nice. John, your thoughts, please? <laughs> Damn. John the same Brock. Okay. All right. The next one is a is another women's match here, Gerard. Emma versus Dana Brooke. Oh, oh I know who he's gonna pick. Uh Emma. 
Oh, okay. Michelle. Emma. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> JD. Emma's going to show uh, Messina Brooke how things were down, done, done down under, let's just say. Oh, okay. And John. The thunder down under. Yes. <laughs> Jack Ryder's gone plenty of that. Oh! Lucky bastard. I know he is, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. John you know it. She should be back in a few months, though, from this injury. I mean, she's been out for a while. Now. She should be back pretty soon, hopefully. But what are they going to do with her when they have her come back? Is the big they got to do the heel thing again. It was working. Yeah, they have to. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I do agree. Uh, absolutely. Okay, now, Gerard, here's the next match. <clears throat> Edge versus Enzo Amore. Bitch, uh, what'd you say? K.O. you said? <laughs> Did you say K.O.? Kevin Owens, Ed- is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Edge versus Enzo Amore. Oh, Edge. Edge, yes. Oh, I thought you said K.O. Uh, Edge. Okay, Michelle. Uh, <laughs> uh, no contest. Okay, JD. All I can say is, how you doing? I'm taking Enzo. How you doing? <laughs> and John. John is saying Edge as well. All right, and uh, we're we're still rocking and rolling here, guys. So. Hold, hold I did pick up my head. son on the way to school this morning when I was taking him to school. He was asking hey. me questions and all that stuff, and every time he would say something, I'd say, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it. Hey, do it with so off of me. <laughs> okay, Gerard, here's the next one. Epico versus Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan. Michelle. Eric Rowan. J.D.? Rowan's too strong, and he'll be too powerful when it's all said and done. Okay, and John. <laughs> Juan is also saying Eric. All right. Next one up here, uh, Gerard Farouk versus Fondango. Ah. Farouk. Okay, Michelle. Fondango. JD. It's going to be Farouk. And John. And all John said was, <clears throat> okay. That's all he said. Okay. All right. Here's the one I'm sure everybody's going to cut loose on. I know that I feel it right now. Okay. Gerard, here's the match. Rowdy Roddy Piper versus. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roddy, Roddy Piper. Yes. Oh, God, are you all right? Well, I'm not John. I'm not picking Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, you look like you're in pain. <clears throat> no, no. Um, oh, Michelle. Uh, huh. Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, JD. The man with the bagpipes and told it like it was, and he pulled no punches. The hot Scott. Roddy Roddy. Or just damn bubblegum. 
Yes. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Exactly. I could have said that any better. Exactly. Well said, Michelle. And also, John is also saying Piper as well. Okay. <laughs> yes. The miracle, yes, she's saying Piper. There you go. That's it. The hot rod, the hot Scott, whatever you want to call him, the man right there. Yes. Give him his damn bubblegum. <laughs> there you go. That's it. All right, Gerard, this one I think I know where we're going to go with this, but i got to ask it. Kane from this year, which I will send to be the Demon Kane, versus Kevin Nash. Oh, baby. Big, sexy Kevin Nash. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle. Oh, Kevin Nash. Yeah. Jack Knife City. And John. John's also saying Nash. Okay. Has, has anybody seen Gerard now that he has a goatee? Because, like, he is really, really, really the spitting image of Carl Anderson. It's scary. He pulled it off. He looks great. No, he looks totally, I mean, identical. Like, it, it's scary resemblance. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, if we Next just, you know, let Gerard make Carl Anderson's money, we'll be all good. There you go. That's it. I'm his doppelganger. <laughs> you're, his, you're his stunt double. <laughs> Let's beat up John Cena. John <laughs> <laughs> Cena will have uh, uh, it's being post-sitis next. Oh, Ooh, okay, okay. Enough with uh, the next one already. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Stop talking about nuts. I mean, I hate. Oh, okay. I'd rather have potato chips anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway, next up here, Gerard, Kevin Owens versus Kofi Kingston. Ooh. Oh, excuse me. Shit. Pop up power bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle. Um, I love them both, and Kofi is. Is awesome, but I have to say, ah, excuse me, Kevin Owens. Okay, you have to say, I choose. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. JD. Trouble in Paradise is coming, and I think Mr. Owens might be feeling it, so I'm going to go with Kofi in a mild upset. What? And John is also saying Kevin Owens. He's saying KO. Okay. Oh, my. JD's I man out again. Oh, wow, second time. All right, here we go here, Gerard. Connor from the Ascension versus versus Kurt Angle. Connor. Okay, Michelle. I love you, Gerard, but no contest. I love them both. Okay. JD. I'm going to take Mr. Kurt Angle in the Angle block. Okay, John's also saying Kurt Angle. Okay. Another winner. extension would wrestle in jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Get him, Gerard. Get him. All right. <laughs> Next one, another women's match here, Gerard. Eva Marie versus Lana. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
Either yeah. one of them knows what a wrist lock is. Uh, oh, I think I said this before. Brock Lesnar comes in and destroys them both. Yes. Well, you want to say that again? Sure. Why not? Okay. 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 That's fine. Uh, 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 Michelle, Eva Marie versus Lana. Uh, neither. Okay. I'll take that. Uh, JD. I'll say neither as well. They don't have a wrist lock left from a wrist hold. Okay. And John. Eva Marie doesn't even got a kick out of two. At least John Cena knows how to. Yeah. And yeah, at least Ava Reed doesn't ha- at least Lana won't have a wardrobe malfunction like Ava Reed supposedly had last night. I wish some of the men would have a, a freaking wardrobe malfunction with their shorts. For Christ's sake. And John is Gerard, John is agreeing with you. He's saying whatever you said about that match. Okay. Uh, next one here, another Legends match: Larry Zabisco versus Lex Luger. Oh God. Larry Sabisco. Okay, Michelle. Oh, Larry Sabisco. JD. Sabisco, of course. Okay, and John. John is saying Lex Luger. Okay. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. We're going a little bit of overtime here, guys, if y'all don't mind. We'll go ahead and go zip through all this right here. We don't have much more to go. All right, here we go. Whoa, nice one, Burke. Yeah. Uh, Next match here is a women's match. Layla versus Lita. Gerard. Uh Uh-oh, buddy. Lita. Yes. The show. Lita, Amy Dumas. Yes, indeed. Uh, J.D. Leah Station who again? Layla. It's going to be Miss Congeniality herself, Amy Dumas. Yep. And John's also saying Lita as well. Yeah, anyway. I let her moonsault me. Stay here, Gerard. I'll be in, I'll be next in line. Okay. As long next as he lands right, right, Gerard. <laughs> yeah. Next match up here, Lord Stephen Regal versus Luke Gallows. Gerard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> club for life, Luke Gallows. Okay, Michelle. <clears throat> Gallows. JD. Gallows. And John. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Kicks out of two. John is saying Luke Gallows as well. Okay. You know, if they would just put the damn shield back together, I might like Roman again. Damn it, I might. Right. Next matchup here, Kane from 2001 taking on Luke Harper. Gerard. Luke Harper. Okay, Michelle. Kane. JD. Kane and who? Luke Gallows. I mean, Luke Harper. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you'd say Harper, surprisingly. Okay. John is going with Kane from 01. All right. Next one up here. Gerard. Luke from the Bushwhackers versus Mankind. Oh. 
Mankind. Michelle. Mick Foley, Mankind. All right, J.D.? Mick Foley versus who? Luke from the Bushwhackers. I'm going to say Mick. Okay, and John. John's also saying Mankind. Bushwhackers got no love tonight. My, my goodness, that's a darn shame. Oh, well. Here we go here, Gerard. The Miz versus Mr. McMahon. <laughs> There's no chance in hell. What? Yeah. Yeah, you got to pick the boss. Yeah. I think Lord has a headache. Michelle, <laughs> your thoughts, please. Holy fuck moly. I was waiting for him to say freaking Miz. I'm going with Miz. Okay, J.D. Miz and who? Mr. McMahon. Vince McMahon's going to kick Miz right in the grapefruits and Maurice can nurse him back to health. Oh! Oh, for God's sake. John's also saying Mr. McMahon. As well. Y'all are hard on some nuts tonight. A boom! <laughs> <laughs> There's been a few that we've had to crack, though. <laughs> I'm glad I don't know any. <laughs> okay. Next one up here, uh, Gerard. Here we go. Mr. Perfect versus Murphy from Blake and Murphy. Oh, Mr. Perfect. All right. Michelle? He won the only, the love of my life, my husband, will always be Mr. Perfect. Yes. J.D.? One of my favorites of all time. I never go wrong with the perfect one, however, and I'm staying with him. Okay. And John? Gerard reminds me of Mr. Perfect, too. I don't know if anybody's ever told him that. I could do the bubblegum thing. (laughs) (laughs) John's also saying Mr. Perfect. Okay. Oh, I just found something that's pretty cool, guys. You're going to love this, however. Next two are are women's matches. I'll go ahead and uh, go out there first off here, Gerard. Naomi versus Natalia. Natalia. Michelle. Natty. JD. Who's it again? Naomi and Natalia. Natty. And I just saw something. This is going to be blowing your mind, guys. I just saw this, and I'll forward it to you guys. This person put up. It says, the wrestler from your first is now your tag team partner. Are you screwed or not? Michelle, you get Seth Rollins. <gasps> yes. Gerard's got Finn. Chad, yes. you got... Chad, you got Goldberg. Yes. John's got AJ. I got KO. Right on. So yeah, after it's pretty cool. Finally, one that read our minds. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at the others: January's Nash, Dean's April, Hunter's May, Randy's June, uh, Taker's September, Bray's October, and Brock is November. Oh damn. Okay. Hey, that's pretty good there. Not all that. That's not bad. The next one up here, okay, Gerard. Nikki Bella versus Paige. Motorboating. Yeah, I'd motorboat them in a heartbeat. I'm going ah. Paige. Going with Paige. Okay, uh-huh. Me? Yes. Yes. Uh, I love you, Gerard. I'm sorry, but Nikki Bella. 
I love my Bella. JD. You know what? It's going to be a great match, and I love both of them. But you know what? Howard Page is my girl. Howard, seen Corey Graves on the New Ink show. There was another episode tonight I heard was pretty good. I'm staying with the Gothic Queen herself, Miss Page herself. And John? Ouch. Yes, John said ouch. <laughs> Nikki Bella versus Paige, John. Motorboating, John. <laughs> yeah. You're not motorboating Roman. I mean, you're motorboating choice here. And John saying Nikki Bella. Uh, All right, next up here, uh, Gerard Primo versus R Truth. R Truth. Okay. Uh, Michelle. R Truth. Okay. JD. R Truth and who again? Primo. Yeah, I'm going to take R Truth. Maybe he'll uh, find Pokemon this time. <laughs> the Pokemon Go thing. Oh man, John is saying our truth. <clears throat> okay. Uh, next one up here, um, Mark Henry from this year versus Paul White. Ah. Yeah, Gerard, your pick, sir. Oh, you saying Paul? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said Paul White. I'm sorry. But I didn't hear you. Yeah. That, Thank you, sir. Okay, Michelle. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say Mark Henry. Okay, uh, JD. Paul White and who? Uh, Mark Henry from this year. I'm gonna say uh, Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, because that's what he does. John is saying Paul White. That's yeah. what he do. Yep. Next one up here, Neville versus Randy Orton from this year. Oh, no! Gerard, your pick. Not Neville. Who? Neville and versus Randy Orton from this year. Randy Orton. Okay, Michelle. <laughs> the Vintage, the Viper, Randall Keith Orton. Okay, uh, JD. Can he hit? I think Neville's going to try to go for a uh, freaking uh, RKO, but you know what? However, it's going to backfire. However, Neville is going to be RKO'd right out. However. Hey, I really like Neville's new look with the beard and shit. He looks good. Yes, he does. Uh, and John is going with Orton. Okay. Oh, this is nice. Okay. Next one up here Randy Orton from 2002. Versus the Macho Man Randy Savage. <coughs> Go argue your picks, please. Ooh, this one's a hard one. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 
Randy Orton. Okay. Michelle. Randall Keith Orton. Okay. JD. Randy and who? Randy. Randy and Randy Savage. The Macho Man, I think, pulls it out the last minute. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, John, John's also saying Orton in this one as well. Okay. Next one here, Rikishi versus Mark Henry from 2011. Oh, holy. Hey, you said it so quickly. Rikishi holy. versus Mark Henry. Oh. From 2011. Holy cow. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Okay. Uh, Michelle? Uh, who was it again? Rikishi <laughs> versus Mark Henry from 2011. Uh, I'm going with Rikishi with a stink face this time. Ooh. Okay, J.D. I'm going to say Mark Henry. Okay. And John? John saying Mark Henry. Okay. <clears throat> this one might be interesting here, Jordan. Let's see what you have to say about this one. Rick Flair from 
Oh. I'll say what though, Howard. It's, I've said it before this week, and I'll say it again. I think you're going to see more than Suplex City come this Monday in Corpus Christi. They might as well fight into the Gulf of Mexico and all the way through the city and up to Austin because it's going to be very, very heated Monday night. Yep. Yep. And John is saying Rick Rude will pull the win off of him. So, <clears throat> absolutely. Next one up here, Rick Flair from this year taking on Ricky the Dragon's Steamboat. Ric Flair. Okay. Michelle. Uh, Flair. JD? I'm going to say the dragon. And John. John saying Flair. All right. Next up here, The Rock from 1999 versus Rod Van Dam. Say it, Rock. The whole fucking show, Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Michelle. R V D. Uh, JD. The whole damn show, Mr. 420, Mr. Pay-Per-View, the whole effing show, Mr. 420, RVD. And I'm taking a few of those RVD. I have a few RVDs I'm taking with me on my trip to watch. Watch, John's going to say The Rock. Yeah, exactly. John is saying RVD as well. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Next one up here, this is going to be a doozy. Finn Bauer versus Fit Finley. Gerard. Uh, oh, man. This one's a toughie. Finn Balor. Okay, Michelle. Is Finley Scottish? Irish. 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 Same as Finn. Um, Finn Balor. Or Finn Balor. JD. You know what? It's going to be about the demon. Mr. Finley is in for a rude awakening. Balor will win. And so, and John's also saying the same thing. He's saying Finn as well. All right, next one up here: Gold Dust versus The Godfather. Ooh, Pimpin' ain't easy. Pimpin' ain't easy. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Michelle. I'm sorry, Gerard. It's all right. It's all right. Um. Uh, you know, I, I don't know because I love them both, so I'm going to say no contest. They're, they're both great. Okay. JD. Gold dust. Everybody does these impressions big time, very, very well. John is saying the Godfather will pull the win off here. Okay? Oh, no. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, next up here, Haku versus Brock from 2002. Gerard. Hey, that rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> Brock. Hi. This is what you call sleep surprise, but Brock Lesnar. <laughs> okay, JD. It's going to be uh, Brock and who? Haku. 
It's going to be Brock all day. Brock Moe Brock Mo 2. What you saying? Okay. Everyone's so far saying. Brock, John, Haku versus Brock from 2002. John is also saying Brock. All right. Heath Slater versus Adeo Hatami. Gerard. Adeo Hatami. Okay. Michelle. Uh, Heath Slater, baby. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I'll be right back. Okay. JD. I'm going to say Hideo Tommy as well. I mean, he, they got to do something with him, and hopefully soon. I mean, they were for a while doing something with him, but now he's back. they got to do something big with him, I feel. Okay. And John. John is saying the day of the time. Yeah. Next one up here, and I'll get, we'll get Michelle's answer here shortly. The Honky Tonk Man versus Triple H as the Blue Blood, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Gerard. Triple H. Okay. And I'll come out to Mich- Michelle in just a moment. Uh, JD. I'm going to say it will be Triple H. Okay. John. John is also saying Hunter Hurst comes it. The show had you made it back on. That sounds like a no, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll come back to her with that match in just a minute. Um, all right, Gerard. Jack Swagger versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay. JD. Jake the Snake versus who again? Jack Swagger. It's going to be the Snake Man with Damien in tow. Okay. John says he has, and uh, Michelle made it back again. No? Okay. I'll say this man, something that John believes is going to make Michelle very happy. But uh, John Jack Swagger versus Jake Roberts. John playing Jack Roberts. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Uh, Let me get your opinion on these two matches here, Michelle. The first one was the Honky Tonk Man versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley as the Blue Blood. Uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Okay. And also one I just did, Jack Swagger versus Jake the Snake Roberts. The All-American Jack Swagger. Oh, okay. Uh, Next one up here, uh, Gerard, for your consideration. Jason Jordan versus Y2J from 2001. Y2J versus Jordan? Yeah, Jason Jordan. That's right. Y2J. Okay. Uh, Michelle? Y2J. Okay. Uh, JD? Definitely Jericho. And John also saying Jericho. All right. 
<laughs> this is going to be kind of here we go. JBL versus Jay Uso. Gerard. Oh, God. <laughs> JBL. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> JBL. JD? I'm definitely going to say JBL as well. John is saying Jay Uso. Oh, my freaking really? But he doesn't pick Roman Reigns. He doesn't pick Haku. He doesn't pick any of the other Samoan shit. He goes for the really, first one John? Really, John? Okay. Really, John? Uh, really? Next one up is uh, Gerard Jim DeAngelo Nightheart versus Jimmy Uso. Oh, my God. Jim Nightheart. Right, Michelle. Nightheart. JD? All right, we got Guerrero, uh, Nightheart versus who? Jimmy Uso. Uh, you know what? It's going to be the Anvil coming down with a hammer. Okay, and John. John is saying Jim Nightheart in this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next one up here, Juan Cena versus Kalisto. Gerard. You can't see me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Gerard, I'm sorry. Huh? Cena versus <laughs> John Cena versus Kalisto. <laughs> Kalisto. Kalisto, okay. And Michelle, before I give you this match, John wanted me to tell you something. He has some news that you think will be make you very, very happy. Uh oh. Randy Orton will be on WWE 2K17. Ooh, he could be in my house in my bedroom too. That'd be great. Oh, there you go. And there's supposed to be more news on it as well coming up here soon. Uh, uh, let me ask about the match. Uh, this match here, Michelle, John Cena versus Kalisto. I'm saying Cena, surprisingly. Okay. JD? Cena. John is saying Kalisto. So Gerard and John are going with Kalisto. Okay. Lucha. 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 Okay. Next one up here, and this is going to be a no-brainer, I think, as far as Gerard's concerned, I think. Carl Anderson versus Ken Shamrock. Carl Anderson. Yeah. Michelle. Ooh. Um. Uh. Sorry, Gerard. I have to say Shamrock. Sorry. JD. It's uh, who and who again? Carl Anderson and Ken Shamrock. Carl Anderson with ease. And John is saying the same thing. He's also saying Carl. A few more here, guys, and then we'll be done. So thanks for uh, staying here for overtime here on Wolfpack. Uh, Samoa Joe Gerard versus Santino Morella. <laughs> Samoa Joe. Okay. Uh, Michelle. I'm... Neither. No, so you're saying, yeah. uh, no contest? I, I I don't know. Okay. JD. 
Joe's going to kill you. Joe's going to kill you. The Kakina Clutch will work every time. Samoa Joe. And John says, Samoa Joe, but he's fat. John, real. I hate to say that shit. Okay. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, a killing machine. He's a it, killing machine. Rude. I'm going with what he said. It's what he said, okay? That's no, I mean. know, but, you know. I mean, between him and Kevin Owens, I don't know who they pick on the most because of their weight. Yeah. Next one up here is a women's match here, uh, Gerard. Sasha Banks versus Maurice. <laughs> uh, the boss. There you go. Okay, Michelle. To quote Enzo Amore, the boss. There you go. <laughs> uh, JD. Oh, it's no brainer easily, however. Maurice, you might as well go back, however, and have a few snails with your husband because you'll be crawling like a snail when it's all said and done tapping out to the bank statement. Okay, and John's also saying Sasha. Okay, next one up here. Sami Zayn versus Scott Dawson. Ooh. What was it? Sami Zayn versus Scott Dawson. Ooh. <laughs> That's what I said. Sami <laughs> uh, Zayn. Okay. Michelle. I'm going to say Zane as well. All right, J.D. Of course, we all know the answer. Ole, ole, ole. John got to say this as well. Gerard, forgive me for this next one here. This is going to be a toughie. Scott Hall versus Seth Rollins. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I know, I know, I know, I know. I almost choked on my drink. And bear with the noise in the background, guys. We are getting some heavy rain now. Uh, wow, this is a toughie. Uh, <laughs> or Gerard. Yeah. Bad times don't last, but bad guys. Wow. The, 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 bad, the name bad guy himself, yes. Michelle. Oh, 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 God. Hard, 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 hard. Um, uh,. I'm going to say no uh, no contest. Okay. Uh, J.D.? You know what? Great 2025-minute battle, but at the end of the day, it's going to be all about one thing, the razor's edge. Oh, I'm going Scott Hall. And John's saying Scott Hall as well. <coughs> Okie doke here. Next one up here, Sergeant Slaughter versus Shane McMahon. <laughs> Gerard, your pick, please.
What was the match? Sergeant Slaughter versus Shane McMahon. Sergeant Slaughter. Okay. Michelle? Shane O'Mac. JD? Make it a boot camp match again, and you got a war here. I mean, this would be absolutely physical beyond words. But at the end of the day, that, according to Sergeant Sarah Howard, attention, you maggot, you will lose to me, Howard. And that's an order. And John says, a 10 foot. Keep going with Sergeant Sarah. The next two matches, Gerard, I will tell you, both involve different versions of Shawn Michaels. So I just want to give you a heads up there. The first one is Shawn Michaels from today versus Simon Gotch. HBK. Michelle. Uh, HBK. JD. Three simple words. Sweet chin music. And for that last match, John said, attention, you little maggot, you will fall to the Cobra Clutch. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say something about that, John. Damn it, you stole my mojo. And then as for this match, John said, in the words of Mr. JBL, HP shizzle. Okay. <laughs> and the next one here is Shawn Michaels from 1993 versus Sin Cara. Or... HBK. Okay, Michelle. Uh, HBK. All right, JD. Sean. John's also saying Shawn Michaels as well. All righty, next one up here. Sheamus versus Stevie Ray. You are. You said Sheamus versus Stevie Ray? That's right. Yes, sir. Stevie Ray. What? (laughs) Michelle. I thought for sure we'd hear, you know, Bella, you know, something. Uh, Stevie Ray. Okay. JD. Who's it again? Seamus versus Stevie Ray. Well, guess what, however? It's going to be, however, Stevie Ray. It seems will be nothing more than a fruit booty. Oh. Oh, okay. John, uh, Seamus versus Stevie Ray. Eat your videos. Ooh. Imagine Stevie Ray and Big E's rolling the um, new day. That would be something else. Mm-hmm. Well, since real quick though, one side note, however, I'm going to say, however, since I won't be around tomorrow night, though, Michelle, let's just say you're going to be a little... Kind of surprised at the end of TNA tonight, how I just read the results are in uh, a very... I already know. Oh. Okay. Yeah, somebody, somebody, somebody send me the freaking damn results, so I already know. I mean, no, I'm not saying that towards you, but it just makes me mad that, you know, they spoiled it for me. Yeah. John is saying Stevie Ray as well. Next up here, Stardust versus Sting. Sting. Yes, Michelle. You know, I thought 
go on a side note for a second. I thought that Stardust was going to TNA, but he went to ROH. Is that right?
Titus O'Neil versus Triple H from this year. Triple H. Yes, Michelle. The game. JD. The game. John. Diarrhea. Uh-uh. And Michelle. Hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> John is also saying Triple H. I mentioned Triple H in that hefty commercial. Hefty, hefty, hefty. He's got the mic Yeah. I'm sure Stephanie, Stephanie enjoys him every night. Hey! Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then some. <laughs> oh! Okay, okay. Uh, Gerard, next one up here. Ty Dillinger. Versus Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. Okay. Michelle. Prince Pretty. JD. Breeze. John. <sighs> John also saying Tyler. Okay. Next one up here, Typhoon versus Triple H from 2002. Triple H. Okay. Michelle. Triple H. Eddie? Yeah. Which match we on? Typhoon versus Triple H from 2002. I'm going to say Triple H from 2002. Okay. And John also says Triple H. Okay, here we go. Tyson Kidd. Versus the Ultimate Warrior. Oh. Ultimate Warrior. Yes, Michelle. The Warrior. God rest his soul. Yes, indeed. Um, JD. The Warrior. And John says Warrior. Okay. Next one up here. The Undertaker from this year versus Vader. Gerard. It's time! It's time! It's Vader time! (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going with The Undertaker. Okay, JD. The Undertaker versus who again? Vader. Vader. What the hell are you doing, JD? You're not paying attention. (laughs) No, I'm just checking some movie trailers out. They're coming out soon. He's masturbating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Uh um John uh, J D you who who'd you choose again? Vader. Saying Vader. And John's also saying Vader. Okay. Next up here, Gerard. Under- Vader? Yeah, I'm thinking Vader. Not to Vader. He took freaking Vader. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next one up here, Undertaker from 2002. That was the Biker Undertaker, I believe, versus Victor from The Ascension. Ascension. The American Badass. Yes. Uh, Michelle. Ouch. I second that. JD. I'm going to take the um, American Badass as well. And so is John. John's saying the same thing. Okay. Wade Barrett versus The Undertaker from 1998, the Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. Gerard. 
Undertaker. Michelle. You said Wade Barrett? Yes, versus The Undertaker from 98. Uh, I have to say Barrett. Oh, oh, okay, J.D. I'm going to take the Ministry of Darkness, Taker. I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you. John was also saying Taker from 98. All right, next one up here. Uh, And and Gerard, I think I know where you'll go with this, but I'll go ahead and say it. William Regal versus X-Pac. I got two words for ya. Suck it. <laughs> it's uh, Michelle. Uh, who was it again? X-Pac and who? William Regal. Oh, William Regal. Ooh. X-Pac. Okay. J.D.? I'm going to say, believe it or not, however, this is a tough one for me to decide because both are good in their own way. But you know what? I think Regal and that uh, fighter's mentality does it in. So I'm going to take uh, Regal on a close one. And John says X to the P to the A to the C. So X. <laughs> Next one up here, Xavier Woods versus Zack Ryder. Oh, shit. <laughs> Emma for the win. <laughs> 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 that's that Zack Ryder. That's it. <laughs> oh god, I'm over here snorting like a pig. Um, I have to say no contest because I absolutely adore both of them. Okay, JD. All right, who do we got again? Xavier Woods and Zack Ryder. It's going to be Ryder. John is saying Xavier Woods. Okay. You, you know, Xavier really has just um, impressed me a lot these last, like, I don't know, three or four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's, here's the ultimate one here. I think a lot, I don't know, we're going to be back and forth with this one. Apollo Cruz versus. Goldberg, Gerard. Oh. Apollo Cruz. Oh, Michelle. I think I just had a moment. Um, Goldberg. JD. Goldberg. And John is also. Oh no. Oh, no, John's going against Girardi saying Goldberg. Oh, no. You traitor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the very last one here, guys, a triple threat women's match. Girard prepared the motorboat for some big-time action here. Stephanie McMahon versus Trish Stratus versus Nia Jax. Oh, I know he's going to pick. Yeah, I, I bet. Uh, Brightest faction guaranteed. Yeah. Michelle. Uh, uh, Trish Stratus. Okay. Uh, JD. Nia Jax, she's too strong. And John is also saying that as well. So, guys. Thank y'all very much for sticking with me here, and thank you. We have knocked out this. We have knocked out this uh, big time 
uh, Fantasy Car from WWE 2K17. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Gerard, any final words before we end tonight? Uh, Tune in next Thursday for our 60th Wolfpack episode, hosted by me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, we decided to explain that one more time. I had that in mind all all week long. I said, you know what? This is number 60. Let's let Gerard take it. It's birthday week. Yes. another additional present right there. So there you go. Absolutely. <clears throat> Michelle, any final words? Uh, yes. As yes. much as everybody um, is not on the Hulk, not included in this panel, not on the Hulk Hogan band or, or the, on the wagon for him, um, I do wish him a happy birthday. He is a great superstar. He's done a lot for the business, and I hope he has enjoyed his day. And... Um, I am pissed off about TNA tonight, but we'll get to that tomorrow night. But anyways, um, Women's Revolution, we're going to work on the day and time for that. Uh, I have an idea, excuse me, of day and time that I'll get with you on that about Chad tomorrow. Um, But other than that, um, great show. Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much, sir. JD, any any final words? No, I mean it was a good show tonight. I'll try. I mean, depending on when I'm leaving, but I will definitely talk with you guys on Tuesday once I get situated and everything like that. So the next time you'll hear from me is probably Tuesday. So if I don't talk to you guys by tomorrow night, however, as we wrap it up here tonight, I will definitely talk to you guys on Tuesday. You guys have a great weekend. Be careful and be safe out there. Absolutely. And John says he has no final words as well. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I definitely want to thank the infamous panel way too tough to handle here tonight. <clears throat> and uh, of course, I will let, of course, our own King and W.O. run that down as we end the evening. King and W.O., take her away. <coughs> this has been another episode of WCW <laughs> Wolfpack. I almost said revolution. <laughs> um, brother. Uh, I lost count of how many brothers I said. Uh, the people that played tonight are the boss, Chad and Shaw, the classy lady, MLD, the Iceman, JD. And the human suplex machine, John. And finally, but not least, King NW, GTS. God bless. Stay safe. And see you in the ring. Good night, everybody. Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.